Hey y'all, it's your favorite black ass cousin coming back as a survivor. I am still standing strong in the midst of the Rona, honey. <laughs> but all jokes aside, definitely sending everybody peace, love, and light in these times. Mind your triggers, mind your mental patterns. Don't let this overwhelm you. Don't read every single headline and watch every conspiracy video. It's just not healthy, y'all. It's not. <laughs> so I'm glad that you're tuning in because this is something to get your mind completely off of every all of the craziness that's going on in the world. Um, we will not be talking about toilet paper, Rona, or none of that. We're going to talk about some dope things right here, okay? <laughs> and I want to introduce y'all to this amazing woman that I actually was able to link with via social media. See this? This whole... So, uh, what is the social distancing is coming in handy because it's making me, you know, interact with some people that um, should be in my circle anyway. So definitely take advantage of this time to branch out and make new friends because I was able to make a new friend. And look at this. Now she is our new cousin because we don't say we have followers or friends. We family. So, yeah, Constantine and we all family. So. I would love to introduce y'all to our newest cousin. Hey, Shatoria. Hi. <laughs> How is your energy in the midst of all of this right now? You know, I'm a I'm a positive person, especially with a five-year-old. So um, I got to keep it positive all times because, you know, with everything going on, I fear nothing. So it's like, yes. hey, let's just embrace this and, you know, spend some time together type of thing. So Right. It's been nice, like. I've been able to catch up with friends. Like I have probably FaceTimed and been on the phone more than I've been in the past year. Just like checking in on everybody, you know? It it helps me to slow down a little bit. Absolutely, absolutely. And not only that, it's just like taking this time to, like you said, just spend time with your loved ones and just kind of spend some time with yourself. I know you are a big component of self-love, so we'll definitely dive into that. But I would love for you to just tell everyone who you are, you know, what made you get started, and the dopeness that is Laversity Events. Listen, <laughs> like, I know right now all the events is canceled, and well, not even canceled, things are postponed, but what y'all need to do is go ahead and book this so when everything gets rolling again, you're ready. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, so tell everyone all about your amazing um, creative director and designer talents and, and all that you do. So, like she said, you know, I'm I'm the creative director and designer of Laversi Events. We've been established since 2003. No, to the back. Yeah, 2003. Nice. Jeez. Um, so, yeah, 2003. It was actually a year as I joined the military. So, um, it allows me to be creative. It allows me to think outside the box. Um, I, I started off with just planning, you know, parties you know you, you know at your friend house you know yeah nothing, nothing serious and then I really started getting into the design um back in about 2011 and 12 um okay. and so it's just allowed me to really know this is my passion I love 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 designing events not just weddings um even though they're part of the social game but I love doing um retirement ceremonies retirement parties um those type of things. Weddings are definitely one of the biggest things I do love because it allows me to see love come, you know, together and right, you know, and just to get to know couples and to see how couples are rocking these days. So, um, again, I've, I've been doing this now almost almost seventeen years, and I'm enjoying every bit of it. We're growing um, with you know actually workers now, so I'm really geek. I got like yeah, stuff, you know. That's amazing because, you know, especially women, especially black women, it is so Mm -hmm. easy for us to be like, you know what? I got it. Don't worry about it. Get out of the way. (laughs) Like, like we will be like, "Uh uh-uh, y'all moving too slow. I'm going to just do it myself. So that's great that. You're right about that. Yes. That that was me for a minute. Right, right. I feel that. I feel that. I have to. I'm kind of going through that now, with even with my brand of like, it's like, this is my baby, but it's like, Right. It's like you can't just be everything. Like I have to yes. hire people to do things. So thank you. <laughs> um, so that's awesome for you to be a, a entrepreneur for that long. Like I must say, like so for people who are new to this game, um, what all does this like you being the creative director and designer entail? So are you just like you're coming up with the idea? Are they giving you an idea? And how much are you actually facilitating? Like, are you 
are you, you know, picking a venue and going in there? Are they giving you the venue? Like, how all does it work? Like, the, the real nitty-gritty of it all. <laughs> so, it really depends on the couple and the client itself. So, I have a couple of different packages that I do that kind of cater to a um, I do full planning. Full planning is me literally going with you. I these days I notice you can you cannot give people a bunch of choices because then they're really all over the place as it is. So <laughs> yeah. I have a wonderful little questionnaire off my website. So whenever somebody hits me up, I send them this questionnaire. Um, and it allows me, and it's not questions like, oh my God, what's your favorite color? What you know, your favorite flower? Right. No, I ask questions like, what did you meet? You know, what's your best vacation? What's y'all quality time like? Because that lets me know what I should be looking for for you. Um, right. So I do go in with clients. We look for venues. I give them suggestions. Like I said, I, I skim down the suggestions so they're not forever trying to figure it out. Um, but with the full planning, yes, I do. I go in from jump. I do the vendors. I take care of the contracts. Um, making sure everything is good legally. Um, I also try to make sure that they understand the do's, the don'ts, the you cannot do this. Um, yeah. Event planning, we, we are the referees. We are the, um, we're the counselors. We're the therapists. You name it, that <laughs> is what we're doing. We are the peacemakers with family members, you know? So we definitely hit that up on planning. Now for design, design is definitely different. I will take ideas, but I usually create the whole scene. Um, okay. Somebody hired me for design, then yes, I'm going to create the whole scene for them. Um, they'll get a little, you know, I'll let them know what's going on. You know, I get them a little showcase, but then I also love to do little surprises that, you know, add those touches to it that they wasn't expecting. Um, yeah. Because at times when you give them the whole thing, they're, they're no. So it's awesome to have that, uh, we call it an experience in the in the planning world. Um, where you get that first, you get that experience, you get to see your your venue, you get to see the layout, you get to see all these things before everybody else gets to see it. Okay. And you get to enjoy that moment before um, it come crashing in a way of you partying all night and you be like, oh, I didn't know that looked like that, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> my, my job is definitely to see the smiles on their faces and to know that, hey, you know, we took some stress off them um, yeah. in a way. So that's, that's the goal of it. Um, but it is, it's down to the nitty gritty. Um, it is my stress reliever, so it does not bother me at all. That's awesome. So you're not just coming in there like, oh, put these plates on the table. Like you're doing nah. a whole, yeah, that's dope. That's, that's definitely a, a comprehensive experience for sure. Um, yes. I have to ask, out of all of the years that you've been in business, what was one of your absolute favorite um, experiences that you were able to create for a client? Oh, God. Um you know, well, it's been a couple, but the one that's raised to me the most is I did, um, I called my sister and I'm so glad she hired me to do actually her parents' 50th anniversary. Oh, I love that. Yes. <laughs> um, so I did her parents' 50th anniversary and it was actually in Detroit. So this was my first time actually doing, actually going and doing an out-of-state uh, event. I've done out-of-state events by me designing and sending them the design, but this is me actually going into an area I know nothing of and designing. Right, because you're primarily based out of, like, the DMV area? Or... Yes, I'm okay. out of the DMV area. So, this is when my, um, so 2018, yes, yeah, so 2018 is my traveling, is when traveling kicked in for me as part of my packages now. Um, I was awesome. able to go out and conduct their wedding for them but it was the experience to be able to go out of state and other people see my work and this couple didn't have a clue what I was doing they've known me for years but they didn't mm. know what I was going to create and I'm talking about we created this is when I got into floral a little bit we created the floral we created the whole scene in this huge church um and it it be for me it was beyond my expectation. And then for the daughter to hire me months later for her own wedding that we did in 2019, and I actually considered her wedding my best design um, out of all the weddings that I've done. Um, my June 2019 wedding, uh, uh, Sabrina and Terrence Carlton out of Oklahoma City, was mm. one of the best designs for 200 people. Um, it really got me out of my box. So it was uh, it was fun. It was one of those color compromising that I had to do. And, <laughs> and when you say nitty gritty, I yeah, we was in the nitty gritty of this one. This was actually full planning, full design. 
Wow. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. I have to ask, though, for you to... So, listen, a little quick little tangent. Um, one of my favorite movies, I, I'm a rom-com girl, okay? I was watching <laughs> a romance comedy all day long, honey, and sit there and watch movies I've seen over and over again. Yes. So, one of my absolute favorite movies is The Wedding Planner with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> um, don't, you know, everybody always laughs. Like, girl, she's a horrible actress. And I'm like, but it's a beautiful movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> Um, but one of the like famous lines in the movie, she says, um, you know, those who don't play coach. And she was like, well, those who don't wed plan. But Ooh. the dopeness about it is you not only are creating these amazing experiences for everyone else, but you yourself, you know, have your own. You're not you're not just highlighting everyone else's love. You know, you have love in your life. What's what's your family life like with balancing your, you know, family career and being an entrepreneur? Um, you know, the so <laughs> I started my military career before I met my husband. Um, and so when I met my husband, he knew I was military. Uh, and I was already in the business before we even met. Um and then I have a bonus son. That's my baby. He's grown in at the house now. But it was definitely a balance. Um, but it was kind of easy because I had a huge support system. My husband has yeah. definitely been supportive. Um, he'll tell you outright that he is not into the design and nothing else. He would gladly <laughs> help me pack up a box and put it in the car. And But he is yeah. not into that. Um, he knows that is my thing. That is what I do. He, you know, he's never, oh my God, this is crazy. You know, he's never that. He sees what I'm trying to do and he's learned to see past what I'm looking at right now. He's looking at, I'm looking at future wise. So he's like, okay, let me see what she's looking. And yeah, so he's been definitely a backbone, especially as my business has grown a lot to where one of our biggest decisions was for me to retire from the military at my 20 year mark, knowing mm. staying in DC. You know, his thing is, all right, then let's handle business. And remind you, I'm not just married, but, and run a business and in the military, but I was also in school. I just, I did 10 classes in 10 months. Um, and so I just <laughs> finished with my bachelor's. Um, Congratulations. Well, thank you. And he literally was like, no kidding, that support system. It was like, okay, we got, we have a five-year-old and he was like, okay, mommy got to do homework and we put her to bed right. and I'm stuck in my office until like 11 or 12. You know, he's calling like, you good? I'm like, I'm good. I'm just trying to knock out this assignment. So my support system and not just from my household and stuff, but even I, I have to say my, my, my crew, uh, I have definitely support system. Just like you said earlier, you know, we have to, we got to support each other. Right. And right. Um, that's, that's what's actually, that's what kept me going and kept me pushing is those people that that's been there. Like, Nati, you got this. So yeah, the support that's awesome. Though. That's awesome. Do you think um, your your little five year old? Which I'm like, I love that age. They're so fun <laughs> at that age. I mean, it's fun for me because I don't have any kids. But like, Lord. I pick up, the, I pick up the five year old and then like give them candy and take them out all day. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh wait, your oh your stomach hurts. Wait, your mom's here. <laughs> so I love that age. Um, do you think that this is something that she'll get into as well? Like, do you think it'll be? You know, just speaking in terms of, like, legacy, um, do you think that this is something she will be a part of? So, here's the crazy thing. She actually came to us. We were, I was joking with her, actually, because um, she copies what I do. She sits on her laptop and pretends she's talking to clients, but... Oh, I love that. Yeah, it's cute, <laughs> but she put me to work, actually, because I told her one day to make money. She said, well, I want my own business, too. And I was like, well, what do you want to do? Ooh. And she's like, I want to be... <laughs> I want to bake, and I want to do makeup. I was like, well, okay, Daddy's not going to let you do makeup now. So what do you want to do, baking? <laughs> and so she was like, yeah. So I actually took um, some of our tax money that we got back. I took a portion of it and I invested it into branding for her. Um, so she actually yeah, has on, a bakery coming out, even at five. But it'll be for her sixth birthday, which is in June. It, she's named it. She, she calls it. She put it together. So I'm just the worker. So... Um, right. But it's called Ballerina Sweets. She's actually in the process of making... Um, a couple of tryouts. We wanted to do a soft opening in May, but with everything coming on, uh, we may push it back. But we will launch her business June 19th, which is her actual sixth birthday. So be looking out for batteries. That's amazing. First of all, look, I, I was a I was a um, a dancer in my former <laughs> life. I, I wouldn't dare I wouldn't dare go to anybody's ballet bar right now, honey, but. Listen, just the name alone, she's about to get all Yes, and, and we will be, and we're, we're learning how to do some shipping if we need to, so. 
Um, I know that's right. I love that that she's already in that yeah. mindset, really truly building that generational Amen. wealth. Um, I love that. What is that like? Speaking of that, like, what what do you want your legacy to be? I know you guys have been in business since two thousand three, but you know what what do you want your legacy to be? What do you want um, to to last beyond you? Um, I always, I like to ask this question now because you know with the things that are going on you know very currently like the the untimely death of Kobe and his daughter and um just everything with this virus like I feel like it's really just making people have some introspection Mm -hmm. so what is that like for you like what do you want that that legacy and that that reputation your your aura to be even after you transition so here's the thing I really I tell people and I really say I don't have to tell people um I me and Jesus we typed and I truly believe in okay. the word when it says, you know, how you know Abraham left, you know, for generation and generations. And my biggest goal is not just leaving something for this generation that I have now, but you know, my my grandkids, my great grandkids. So the biggest thing that I'm trying right. to teach my children is um, one family. Um, people always Absolutely. say, you know, oh, blood is sticking in the water. Not not always. At the end of the day, you know family is family and it's what you make of it you know I've come to terms with military we are a big happy family um we fight we argue but we're still family and other big yeah that bond is different though I feel like people who aren't they don't don't, they don't understand the (laughs) movement and things of that nature but with my children my children are 13 years apart and I love their relationship so much so too and my son actually got my daughter name tattooed on him and she was like, oh, oh and I love that. It's a, it's a crazy, you know, question when females see his arm. Like, who, who is that? Oh, that, that's my sister. Right. <laughs> and they probably like, yeah. Right. And that. so I, I love that fun to where I've always taught him and I teach her even at this age, you know, baby girl, life is short. You know, mommy is not going to always be here to where I want them to have that passion to go out and do for themselves. Because just like you said, with Kobe, um, which is still striking a nerve with me, I won't front, it, it's, I can't fathom that pain that yeah. Vanessa Bryant feels. Like I, I'm a woman right. of miscarriages mm. and things of that nature. So I can't fathom the pain that she's feeling now. But one of the things me and my husband has always stayed true to is that we desire for our kids to understand that Yes, we want you to make money and do the whole entire thing. But, you know, money can be the root of all evil. At the end of the day, you need to be able to stick together, love on each other, and love on the people. Because there's going to be people that are definitely more, um, that's not privileged as you. Um, So you got to have that compassion. You know, we can leave money all day, but are we leaving behind compassionate children? Are we leaving behind kids that have genuine hearts? Are we leaving behind kids that are thoughtful you know because money can transfer hands all day every day but the heart that's a whole nother story oh and that's what we teach them you know we teach them to love with people i don't care your color your or i don't care about none of that what i care about is what is your talking you know what i'm saying um some people just need a hug and i think when we get to that point in life that's going to take us farther than what money will now we are teaching her through the business hey, you know, you need to, you know, handle your money. Um, I call her my broke best friend someday because she doesn't want to spend her money, but she <laughs> wants to spend mine. But Lord, she, yes. she's a, she's a <laughs> kind kid. You know, she she told me one day, i never forget it. She was like, mom, I got money. I can go get us some chicken nuggets. You don't have to spend your money. And so, you Aww. know, Lord, I would have, girl, I would have been Girl, she does crying. this every Sunday <laughs> when we go eat breakfast. I let her think she's paying. So she takes the debit card because she thinks it's her debit card. So she'll take the debit card and she'll give it to him. She'll swipe it. She knows to put a tip in. Um, so that's what I've been teaching her. And so that's what I want her to teach her children. You know, hey, it, it's the right. little things that we need to teach our kids because, um, again, you know, a hundred years ago we hit a recession and people had family um so that's what people that's just one of the things that you know we definitely teach them but yeah I I plan on definitely praying that you know the things that I'm doing now roll over to my grandkids my great-grandkids and you know further on Absolutely. It definitely sounds like you're setting that foundation. Um, and I must say, I, I definitely want to hear more of, of what your foundation was. You definitely sound like a woman that's speaking from um, a lot of wisdom. I feel like people who have this type of mentality, this outlook on life, 
have been through yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean like like you don't just wake up and, and be in this in this frequency like you I feel like you know you you kind of like like <laughs> test you for you to get to this point to have this level of oh, compassion yeah. you know what I mean um so tell me a little bit about like what it was and I, I know you did mention the uh miscarriage so tell me a little bit about what some of your struggles have been in your journey to get to where so, you are now um, you know I I laugh because for my children and um I grew so I, I grew up with my mother for a while. Um my mother who has since passed. Um thank you. We didn't have a, a great relationship but that's because of the things that she had to deal with. My mom was a drug addict um but me being the oldest I saw a lot more and um I dealt with a lot more than what I wanted to and it kind of changed yeah. my perspective in a way and it actually changed into a negative not an actual positive so by the time I got to my grandmother I was what 10 when I moved in with my grandmother and my life literally spiraled um it spiraled completely we're talking about um suicidal cutting um by the time I got to my grandmother I couldn't I could not tell you the time on a regular clock you know I can tell you the numbers but I can't give you the time um I couldn't bath couldn't do none of that it was out of the question and my grandmother was so hardcore um she loved us and that I knew but we wasn't a family of I love you a lot that just wasn't our thing we didn't say I love you you know we did family get together but you know how you got that dysfunctional family and we ain't about to recognize this dysfunctional but we know it is that's what that's what yeah. we had going on. So it was one of those things to where sometimes you saw things and thought it was right, and it really wasn't. So by the time I came an adult, a lot of those things rolled over into my adulthood to where um, depression is stayed, suicidal say, um, loving myself just was not the uh, the characteristics that I had. Um, so much so to where even in high school, I was um, how do I go put this? And 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 I'm at a point in my life where I have no problem saying I'm trying to find the the, the correct way of saying it, but. I did things that was not likable for myself. It put mm. me in predicaments to where I knew other people saw me as an individual that didn't care for myself and the whole time not. You know, being a teenager, you're not thinking straight. You're doing a whole bunch of things. And that's what I did. I did it because it got me the attention that I desired and wanted. Unfortunately, it's it rolled over into adulthood um, to where it kind of it crumbled me a lot. Um, even after coming in the military, a lot. So by the time I, I got to a certain point in my life, I found a new church home. Um, I kind of just leveled myself out to where I just needed to be by myself. And it took my spiritual dad to basically, you know, talk to me about faith and about, you know, certain things. And I, and you know, I grew up in the church, but I left it. Um, when I got mm. adult and was told I didn't have to go if I didn't want to. So <laughs> I didn't go. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, church, Jesus, now I'm cool. And I found my foundation again. You know, that's one of the things I did do for myself. I found my foundation again. Um, the biggest thing I had to learn was my self-worth. Um, my husband yeah. and I, even after getting married, we learned, I learned a lot about myself. My grandmother taught me a lot that I didn't listen to, but then I did because I incorporated when I got married. Um, but going through marriage, definitely it molds you. Because I'm going to be honest, even getting married, I still wasn't fully healed um, as a woman. Mm. Um, I had a lot of, uh, as we say in the women, we have that daddy issue, but I had a daddy issue and a mommy issue. So I was twofold. Um, I, I needed to be accepted yeah. by somebody and something. Um, so it was one of those things that you dig all for yourself and you can't get out. And that's exactly, you know, unfortunately what I did. And once I got married, I started to see things in a different light. I started to see myself in a different light. And then I started to like proclaim some things for myself. You know, wait a minute, I'm beautiful. Hold on. I'm, hold on, I'm smart. Right. I'm not dumb. Wait a minute! I I can do this. I can do that. Oh, I can own the business. I can do all these things. And what really put me down was um, not put me down. Excuse me. What really put me to the next level was um, going through first of all trying to be a wife. Um, you. 
I think as women, we sometimes forget that men also come in with baggage that we come in with too. And I could not expect my husband to carry my baggage and not help him with his baggage. Um, So it was one of those things we had to learn each other and how to communicate. Um, With that though, we we hit that point of, you know, trying to have children after we got married. And you know, when you get married, you're like, yes, we're going to wait a couple of years. Or something. I'm like, yeah, we're going to do this now. Yeah, no, that did not work out for us. So we was like, yeah, let's go ahead and try to have babies. And I started having, you know, really bad medical issues from actually from the jump when we got married. Um, you know, the vows ain't nothing to play with, but we we had medical issues from the beginning. We didn't know how it was going to affect wow. us. And I say we had it because, again, he is my husband. So he'll tell you we had it. Um, but I. Yeah. That, that in itself speaks values to the bond that y'all have, though, because. I've heard women who've been married for decades say, no, I had a miscarriage. I'm like, no, y'all went through that together. That was a loss that you both experienced, whether he expressed it or not, you know? So that that just speaks to the bond that y'all had. It was definitely growth because after I had the first miscarriage, you know, we decided to do um, IVF and um, we got an assignment here to D.C. out of uh, Oklahoma City. And we got us something here to DC and doors just start opening. We wound up doing IVF. And you know, the biggest thing I, I caught through the IVF, God had to tell me I had to cut some people out because everybody's not for you when he's trying to bless you. Um, yeah. Were people not supportive or um, were people kind It was of... one of those. So I'm a faith talker. So I'm one of those ones. I'm like, yeah, this is going to work first time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then we had those people that's like, no, that's not going to work. You're crazy. You put in all that money. Mm. Well, how about you just try to get pregnant naturally? God didn't tell you to do that. Yeah, they speak in death while right. you're trying to speak life. One of those things I had to yeah. like, you know what, God, I'm going to, I'm going to have a certain people in this circle. And we started doing IBF in September. And by October, we did the transfer. So by my 31st birthday, um, I I did the transfer literally the day after my 31st birthday and then I'll never forget it my mom when I had my first miscarriage the numbers was 20 my H uh, my HCG was 20 and I never forget my mother we had the longest talk because that's when my mother told me about all the miscarriages she had um, she had four daughters and she had oh, a miscarriage wow. or two before all of us so it was one of those really mom for real you ain't never said anything so that was a bond that me and her wind up really having and so when I got pregnant with my daughter I never forget the doctor called and was like oh your numbers is 201 and I called my mom and I was like the numbers was 201 she's like look at God he don't went you know he don't went 10 times plus one and I was like <laughs> okay um right but, you know I um I, I realized what life really was because when I got pregnant with my daughter this is when my my concept of fear had to be taken away because, you know, being pregnant, we're pregnant for nine months and you just don't know, you know, the amount of miscarriages people have, the stillborns, I didn't want to be that one. Um, so during that time, um, we we went through a lot of praying, a lot of just staying within us, not telling anybody we was pregnant. And so in the process of being pregnant, my mother passed while I was pregnant. Um, yeah, and my mom oh, is the wow. one that told me. My mom is the one that said we was having a girl, and it was crazy because girl, mama be knowing, don't like, they? Oh, that's a girl <laughs> in her hospital bed. This is actually a week before she passed. And she's like, "That's a girl," and I was like, "Okay." And you know, we spent those last wow. couple of days together, and honestly, that moment um, when I got the phone call that she had passed—that's um, actually the day my daughter started moving in my womb, so I can feel her completely. And in that moment, I was like, I'm mm. good, God. You you got me. But see, that's the thing. I thought I was good. You know, as women, we don't take take care of ourselves. And um, I didn't grieve properly. I, I didn't grieve, period, really, when it came to my mother. Um, and from my mother's death to by the time I gave birth to my daughter, I had already lost two other friends from suicide. And then my daughter was, uh, my daughter was a preemie. And it was a rough oh, 2014. Wow. I'm talking about, I went back into my depression phase. Um, it's a, it's a real thing. And I, this is the point where I had to learn self-worth. I had to go back to go, oh, wait a minute. You're beautiful. You're strong. 
Oh, no, no, no. You got a daughter to live for now. Yeah. You have a son to live for. You got a husband that needs you. Um, you Hey, let's get this together. What you need to do? Well, you know what? I need to go see somebody. And those are the steps that I started to take. Yeah, and I wanted to ask that because, I mean, as a woman, I mean, that's an amazing, amazing testimony coming from, you know, suicide and a, a parent's death and friends who have, you know, knowing you've had your own battles with um, suicide and, and those kind of mental health issues, how does one pull themselves out of that? Like, what what were your go-to steps to um, rebuild? Because it really is a, a you, you have to, you, you're starting, you're coming out the ashes when you're coming from mm-hmm. that place. So, so Ooh, what did that look like for It was you? a lot of dark days. I, I would not lie. It was a lot of dark days. Um, it actually took me to see my daughter um and a lot of people don't believe in dreams and nothing like that but I never forget I never forget the dream that I had of my mother and it was comforting it was no words or anything like that but I knew God had me um and when I got out of that dream honestly it was it went to was like I need help and it was okay for me to say I need help um I think that's a fear among the black community but the, the but it was yeah, one of those things definitely. where it was like, no, Tori, you need, there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, I don't have it. I, I don't have it. I don't have it all together. It is okay to say I'm hurting. It is okay to grieve. Um, it is okay to be like, that bothers me. It's okay. Um, and, and I really had to come to a point where, oh, yeah, by the way, I can't be a, a, a people pleaser. Yeah, no, uh-uh. we can't do that no more. You can't, and that, that was one of the things mm. that had to catch me. Yeah. So I, I did, I, I sought out therapy. Therapy helped a lot because it allowed me to be open. Um, uh, I think a lot of us right. as African-Americans, really, we hold on a lot to the past. We have a lot of unforgiveness. Um, a lot of that brings up old stuff to where it's like, hey, okay, now we got to get to this next level. We can't grow until we are like, you know what? is bothering me this is why this is bothering me and I'm ready to let it go so that was so that was the right. thing was just literally waking up out of that dark moment um seeing that oh by the way you got a baby that's only a couple of months old you got a whole life ahead of you 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 gotta you gotta do it you can do this but you can do this with help right I'm I'm so glad that you're being so transparent about it because you know, there may be someone who's in, in a similar boat or, or having those type of trials. And I think that it's refreshing to hear, hey, you, you don't have to do it all alone. You're not just out in this world fighting battles alone. Even if you don't right. have the family to support or the husband, it's like, even if you don't have that particular script in life, yeah. it's like there is still a plan and people out here Absolutely. who can help you Absolutely. build. It's definitely and I love that yeah and I think it's so powerful that for you to have gone through all of that to come to where you are um, to now take all of this amazing (laughs) energy wisdom positivity optimism (laughs) knowledge you know what I'm saying you're dropping all these gems and now your your goal and your focus is to to pour all of that back into our young girls and um, your focus on empowerment. So I definitely do want to talk about that as well. Um, you know, tell me what, what started you in that that route. Was it, you know, was there something specific or was it just your entire journey and testimony? And, um, you know, tell me just where you want that to go with everything you're doing um, with uh, Girls, girls empowerment, empowerment. actually started because of my daughter. Um, you know, it was one of those things to where my husband would always tell her she's beautiful, she's smart. And this was even from jump, from a baby and I remember so clearly that I've never been told that as a kid even as a teenager and it was genuine so and I, I, gotta, I gotta set the record straight yes, yeah I was told I was beautiful and all of this but that's because somebody wanted to get in my pants it wasn't a genuine hey you are beautiful you are gorgeous you're this um and I realized how many young ladies out here do not hear that at all whatsoever so girls in power um and it's actually the crazy even the way i spelled it my daughter kind of helped me with that is girls g-i-r-l-z and then empower is actually n-power 
And um, we got that name because right. it comes up of power. I want power to step by itself because young ladies, we have power, more power than we actually know we have. And we don't utilize it at all. Um, and it, it was one at of those all. things. I'm like, well, God, you know, <laughs> I need a name for this. You know, I, I want to know how we can theme this out for girls to to get to them. And I kid you not, I saw the uh, I saw hashtag hashtag is like the biggest thing with this generation. So I was like, hashtag catch everybody. So we're doing hashtag right. I am, <laughs> and every year the theme is always hashtag I am and then whatever it is. So we're in our third year this year. Um, and a hash and this year's theme is I am a masterpiece, but peace is P E A C E. And we're talking about art. We're talking about the art of them as young ladies. Um, they, I want them to be able to look at themselves and not as an ugly painting and see themselves as a creation that is made for someone for themselves for the next generation to know that they have power just in their beauty alone. They have power in ways that nobody else can seem. I love to watch kids be creative with their clothes, their hair. You know, do you have a good time? Yes, yeah, I love it. And that's what, that's what we do in Girls in Power. You know, it's, it's one of those things to where it's, and the, th- the, t- uh, the model is we start with I am. Because it does. It starts with I am. Um, our first year was I am enough. Because honestly, for me, I've never been told I was enough. And it, it took a lot of heartbreak for me to realize I am enough. Um, and it got me into a lot of places. And so last year's thing was uh, my name is not. And <laughs> the crazy part about my name is not came from a actual Netflix. I was watching it and I was like no wait a minute that's we're not responding to these names hold on for a second wait hold on are we right I went to a school event and this little boy was calling this chick all time responded to it and I was like uh-uh no ma'am no so <laughs> we we did that and yes. she probably not even realizing she's just like, oh, okay. Well, you girl, know, she was she was laughing when you called me. Like, you know, she was like, hey, hey, you so funny. No, no, that's not cute, boo. That's not. And so, um, one of the right. biggest things with girls in power also is for us. I see my daughter. I don't see just my daughter. Honestly, I see a generation of young ladies growing up in a world where we got video vixens going, and they think that's cute. The strippers, they think that's cute, and I don't want them. I want them to understand that you can. You don't have to be a model. Yes, you may be beautiful and great, but you can be a scientist. You can be an astronaut. You can be a doctor. You can be an engineer. You can be all of these other things right. that does not degrade who you are. You don't have to show your body on Snapchat and Instagram to get likes. If they don't like you with your clothes on, they're not going to like you with your clothes off when it's all said and done at the end of the day. Right. And it's so yes, scary honey. with this generation because it's like so, so I have a 16 year old sister and I, when I, I was like, she doesn't know oh, life without yes. internet, social media. Like she doesn't even know what that looks like. So sometimes I have to even catch myself when I'm like, like trying to, like, go, cause I go in on her. I don't cut but that's corners, good, though. Okay? That's good. I be on her little tail. Okay. So, um, but luckily, you know, she she does have awesome. an old soul. And, and I love that as she gets older, we can that's see, cool. like, she's not with all that. But she yes. is still, that's still her generation. So it's like, I'll, you know, I'll see, I'm like, oh, you see your friend up there doing this now? She like, everybody do that. And I'm like, well, you better not do it. Like, but you're absolutely right. right. It's like, that's all that they know. And so much of their emotions are wrapped up into... Who, what 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 yes. engagement am I getting on this social media platform? You know, oh oh, that's gonna get me this. You know, that's gonna get me that sort of response. Well, let me be up here cussing and arguing and fighting and all this is like all these negative behaviors. That's like you're not even taking time to really dive into. Right. Well, who am I as a person instead of instead of living? Well, what do they want me to be? What no, I'm waiting to 100%. see. You get know, like what? women like you and your yeah. podcast, women like Nina. We have empowered women out here that 
I pray to God that these kids look up to, um, you know, nothing against the artists and nothing yes. like that, but oh my God, we have power women out here that are doing great things that are showing these things because at the end of the day, these kids are dealing with things. Honestly, I'm, I'll be 38 this year and I'm over here like, wait a minute, I didn't deal with this growing up. You know, we, I had, you know, I didn't have internet. Oh, it's totally different out here, honey. Year of high school, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. Like self, it's, it's a lot. And so my goal with Girls Empower is to embrace them. Um, embrace the ones that are not getting love, but at the same time, embrace those who are getting love and making sure they're getting the right, correct love. Yes. Right, the um, right type so, of and we, love. We right, out right, to young absolutely. Ladies from the eight, and we do. We yeah. start at five years old, and we go to nineteen. Um, so that's you know we we hit up all ages. I'm sorry, I definitely gotta highlight that too because there are a lot of programs out here that are like I feel like the teenage yes. demographic is always neglected because most people feel like I'm not dealing with that attitude. I'm not da 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 da. But even with when, because my background is that, like I worked oh, wow. in okay. the summer camps and all of that where I'm from for years. And my main thing, like we would always have like a staff meeting, right? And it would be like, well, who wants the um the teenage girl? Like who wants the teenage group? Everybody like, looked down want like, need that love over right here. There, like though. nope. nope. <laughs> um, Sally, and I would always be the main one to be like, I got them. They my girls, I got them. And let me tell you, to this day, they still like they call me mom. Oh, like they call me summer camp mommy it. or mom. Like, and yeah, like I have a couple babies right now. Like one of my babies, like she's a like she's in grad school at Morgan State and oh, she's walking across the stage about. this year. Like it's like, but that started since she was right. way back when. Like, you know what I mean? So like you're absolutely right. We gotta get and in see, there and get I, kids I, I going. That's why I love you that what you're doing I look so much. Like that too, because what we're doing now with Girls Empower, we do a conference every year, but we're now starting to do outings. Um and we're trying to make it to where parents are not paying a monthly fee, you know, because that, that's something else that's hitting pockets. And then we have a lot of right. homes that actually come to the conference as well. So our goal is to reach DMV. And um, at the same time, we actually have um, a really good group out of Atlanta that comes every year. So they will be back this year called she, uh, wow. She's My Hero. They have a girls uh, empowerment down in Atlanta, Georgia, and they're going to come back again Um to you know so we're gonna do a panel this year unfortunately we moved uh right now it was scheduled for april 25th but we will be moving it to september 12th because of everything with the uh the virus going on we don't want kids to be touched by anything but we're right. not canceling our conference this year it is very adamant it's very needed it's very important so we're gonna we're gonna Absolutely. keep it going but in the process of keeping it going we want to start doing like um we want to start doing a camp. That's my goal for 2021. Just like you said, the camps. I I desire to have a camp, even if it's for three days next year, for these young ladies. Again, from the ages five to 19, because everybody needs to be touched, including the five year old. Right. Like, don't sleep on the five year old. Right. Do not sleep from on the five, five to the 19. No, because they're saying a lot now too. I mean. My nieces and nephews what? know how to work phones Be- better than anything. So it's like, we can't count them out. Nah, they know some things. They're listening. You be over here like, <laughs> and I have a five-year-old. And she, she be having conversations with me. And I'm like, excuse you? Wait a minute. Right. Right. Like, and where did this even come from? Down, she absolutely told us, you know, like she told us today. I said, um... I, I something to the conversation of oh uh you know we, you know we love you and I said oh you love daddy she goes I love both of you she said y'all my family I love both of you so these kids are not crazy they ain't crazy by far they they know so that right. is what we like to pour out to our our children and to yeah. our youth and you know make good I love it and for me just knowing you are a beautiful black woman just that representation is so important like it's like oh I can look at you know being a young girl I can look at Miss Victoria like dang y'all know she, like, she got money like she got her own business yeah like yeah girl that's how they be though like they and it's so funny because I be on my phone like they don't think I'd be listening but girl that's how they are like it's like even though we're just looking at it like you know I'm it just is. trying to help out it's so much bigger than that because they can think about success and they don't have to envision right. someone that does not look like them. They can pull and say, oh no, I want to do this because 
oh, that's something Miss Victoria said she did. Or, you know, oh, that's somewhere she said she's been. Or that's, you know what I mean? Like, it's like to have those actual real life people you can pull from, not celebrities. Not, yes. oh, you know, we did this. Like, it's like, no, I That's how it gotta be. <laughs> you know it took you to get married to kind of right. come to some real, realizations about yourself so I want to say to the young girl to 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 the young girl to the woman who is go- navigating through life and you know maybe going through some of the things that you've been through um with those dark times those depressive states um those suicidal thoughts those I'm not enough you know I'm not this what if, if they could hear you right now what would be your advice to them to get them um, to keep pushing forward honestly is to know your worth don't let anybody define who you are um get with people that are like-minded people i think that's something that we we forget about um in our life these days you got to get with people that are like-minded people you got to get with people that are supportive of people even if it's just one person that you know got your back um there's nothing wrong at crying on someone's shoulders. You ain't got to cry by yourself. You ain't got to walk through the mud by yourself. Um, And that's the one thing that I had to learn for myself. I wasn't walking by myself. It felt like I walked by myself because I had such a trust factor up. And it took a lot for me to go, wait a minute, I'm really not by myself. Other people are going through this too. Um, But I also, I won't lie, I had to see that my walk that I was going through, it wasn't for me, it was for someone else. It was for me to be able, like I'm sitting here right now saying, hey, I did that. I went through that. Oh, I know what that feels like. Let me walk through this with you. Um, So I'm definitely always open to walking with people through things because guess what? I've been there. And I think that's the problem with us as a community. Sometimes we forget we've been there. Um, And a lot of people are afraid to go back there. Right. once Once you're out of it, you shouldn't have no fear to go back to help pull the next one up and show them how to do it. You know, I call it a, you know, you got people right now, they try to get them, I call it the microwave blessings. They try to get quick fix, quick money, quick everything, but you can't do that. You, you got to get out there and you got to, you got to work. Um, everything will not be handed to you, unfortunately. Um, a lot of us, majority of us, let's be honest, we, we're not like Beyonce who, dad you know was working with her from you know when she was tiny bit you know a lot of us grew up in homes that had roaches didn't have no food we didn't know where our food was going um i am a i am a survivor i am a survivor of rape i'm a survivor of molestation i am a survivor of suicide i am a survivor of peer pressure um i am a survivor of all these things that people say you cannot get over I'm a survivor of being bullied, even as an adult. So it, it, it's taken me a lot. But again, mm-hmm. I started to lean on people that I knew. Oh, wait, she really got me. Let me talk to her. Let me let me really talk with her. Um, And don't be afraid to open up. Right. And I love oh, that absolutely. you're a survivor and not a victim. You didn't say I'm a victim. You are a survivor because you have absolutely yes. won. No, ma'am. <laughs> like you won. You were not defeated at all. <laughs> Thank you. You guys are You are amazing, sis. I just look at that. Ain't nobody you told you. <laughs> Let me be the first. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, wow, this has been amazing just to hear everything. Um, and I'm so looking forward to what else you will produce. And, and get and bless us with in this world and even more so oh, what geez. the little young version of you when she grows up I can't <laughs> wait to five, see that too she will also you know contribute to this earth like man that's amazing to know that that you are are this this is the love that is nurturing the next young black beautiful woman I'm, who will be I powerful love. in this world I love it I love it and at, 
everybody needs to get in on this and you know definitely Absolutely. tell everybody where they can find you um so your social you medias your websites me all that events l-a-v-e-r-s-i-t-y events with the s and that is actually facebook instagram and snapchat um girls empire is also on there as well um and then you got and then that's my personal uh facebook page shatoria faith christian um, you can catch me on that as well. And, and it definitely, we have a lot of great, great things from the Christian household that's about to be produced. Um, like you said, my daughter's business is about to come forth. And if you want to hear more about my story, mm-hmm. it is coming out this fall. I am pretty excited. I'm writing, I'm in a mess right now, writing my first book. And it's about me. So, and I'm Yay! Very, just like you said, I'm going to be very transparent and that there is no wiggle room for anything. It's going to be the black and white details, me being 100% me. Um, and me being open and honest. And I pray that it does help um, in the long run. Um, and then the last thing we got going is me and my husband, we're starting, we have a company brand right now called We Love Love. Um, it's been on my Facebook. We have a free wedding coming up in November. So I'm pretty excited about that. But we decided to brand a company for couples. You know, couples, we struggle as well. People, when you're struggling by yourself, sometimes you struggle as a couple as well. So I'm pretty excited about that being started. Yeah. Girl, and I love that because with all this stuff, you know, going back to kind of what we were saying about social media, everything is, oh, couple goals and yes. everyone, you know, social media is just the highlight of everything. It's like, oh, no, me and my husband, we were just in Athens, honey, and now. Girl, let me car. tell you something. I wish to God. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah. We don't have those situations. <laughs> I wish we did, but. <laughs> But listen, but the Girl, love that and that, have is woo. the love that people should Let me be tell you, you know, to, not this social quick, media I, you know, crazy part. Um, <laughs> Marriage is not for the faint-hearted at all. The the vows is a serious deal. So, you know, that's one thing that we had we had to learn, you know. Like, they, they, we, we had to. So, this year, yeah. we actually celebrating 10 years in July. And so, I'm excited because we're going to renew our vows. In wow. So I am geeked. Um, Yes. Yes, Black Love. Well, wait, are you? You know what? Are you Craig Design? I am not. I learned as a planner. I don't do my own stuff. (laughs) Actually, I hired an awesome, awesome uh, planner out of uh, Texas. Her name is Athena. She's the owner of Colace Weddings, and I am loving her. So she is designing. I'm. That's awesome. Look at you. Well, you better support another business owner out here. The crazy part about it is I am (laughs) advertising all of my vendors that I'm utilizing for my wedding. And the crazy part about it is majority everybody, every vendor I have is African-American. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yes. So we're doing dress designer. Come on, Black Owned. Carter out of Oklahoma (laughs) City. We have... um, Oh, she's my DJ, who also does logos. DeMarco Robinson out of Oklahoma City. Like I said, we got Athena Devon out of Texas. So, and it's, it's trust me, it's a whole lot more. So it'll definitely be on my Facebook where I will be introducing again all of our vendors because they have been a blessing. Um, but I think they also deserve the hype as well because they out here doing great things. They're small business as well too. So I feel like they deserve the props just as much as anybody does. Absolutely. That's that's the mantra around here. Like I I knew that I would be an entrepreneur, but the whole basis of it was I was like, no matter what I am doing, I don't care if 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 I'm selling if I'm selling popsicle sticks and she's selling if I'm selling purple popsicle sticks, she's selling red. Yeah. That's the red one, call it my girl. Like I am big. I am big I can't do on that. Like I, can't I do, truly, truly I can't understand. Yeah, life. I can't do everything. And I will gladly tell people, honey child, people be like, oh, I see you do hair wraps, you do custom work. Well, nope. I need to learn. But so I got tell you that now because I showed you some of my best <laughs> friends. She lives in Denver and she rocks them all the time. And I'm like, I need to learn how to do that because I don't. And I don't feel like doing my hair on a good day. So. <laughs> Listen, listen, they saved my life on a daily, honey. I need a retwist right yes. now. These locks will go in a head wrap. <laughs> I don't play them games. But I love that you are, are doing that because it's definitely all about unity. Um, I always say together. Like, it's together. That togetherness, that unity is how we will win. Um, because we're just Absolutely. constantly, you know, recycling our dollar and, and building each other up. 
So y'all definitely make sure that y'all yes. recycle them dollars, them tax dollars. I know that, you know, I know the virus is going on, but then I heard them taxes are still coming in. So <laughs> quiet as a cap. Y'all at home with some money in your pockets now. So. Yeah, I would definitely say, you know, uh, my biggest now. thing right now is, you know, support those out there who are losing their business right now, um, those that are not working. I know DMV, uh, I saw it online. I got to go back and find it again. But they got it to where waiters and waitresses and hostess, they need money. And so they have like this spreadsheet where people can go and donate um, money to them while this situation is going on. So, you know, hey, if you got a heart and, you know, like I I haven't been really going out to eat. But, you know, hey, just, you know, pop a dollar or two to somebody. You know, unfortunately, that is less fortunate than you. So that's one of the biggest things. Absolutely. Yeah, and just to kind of piggyback off of that point too, yes. um, some restaurants and places are still open. Um, I know a lot of I know a lot of the chain restaurants are closing down, but these Absolutely. like locally owned like family restaurants and things they're still open. So if y'all are out, I know the standard is the twenty percent on the regular degla, but. You know, if you have it right now, just please drop a little extra because you're absolutely right. You know, I'm, I'm right. Right. yeah. I can too. work from home. I can telework. You know, everyone doesn't have that. Absolutely. Because it's a luxury. Everybody now. doesn't have that. So, yeah. definitely support. And like I said, this is something we will get through. So, don't get stuck in this moment. If there are happy moments coming up in your life if there is yes. a, a wedding a bridal shower um we I care mean, we, we all be your best it. Life, you honey, if you want to move and if you, <laughs> and if you also in that you mean, where you feel like you're getting depressed yeah. because you're in and let's I mean let's be 100 about it people are in and they and a lot of single people who are by themselves are stuck in a house and you feel like you just need to conversate I mean hit my inbox up that's that's what we're here for so you know, just a little encouragement. So, cause I get it. I'm a, I'm an extrovert. So, you know, I gotta be out, but I've been inside with a five-year-old. So <laughs> that's a different type of thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, yes. what? Home right. to you, baby. Time. This is not my calling as a teacher <laughs> to the children. Okay. Cool. Man, I'm telling you. Yes. Bless, bless all the educators. Wait. wait we, 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 we finally understand, understand the now, y'all. And, and the snack <laughs> all day. But yeah, definitely hit my inbox up. Let me know. Right. I'm, I'm here to help encourage <laughs> any way I can. So that's love. And just tell everybody again where they Absolutely. can find you. Absolutely. Um, you guys can find me at Shatoria Faith Christian. S H A T O R I A Faith Christian. And you can also find me at Liversity Events on Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook. And I. Definitely, since I'm sitting at home chilling, I would definitely reach out to you guys and show some love. I love it. And the last and final question I always like to wrap up with, um, one of the big staples that I always go by is, you know, we get our we get our liberation through literacy. I'm a big component of Black literacy. And also just, like, elevating your frequency, just vibrating higher. So I always like to ask, <laughs> people who do the amazing people I get to interview it's like um what is your like go-to mantra whether it be from a book um a movie <laughs> quote uh hell a meme quote like just something you something you've read or something you've heard that was just so exponential exponential to you and it's something that you kind of you know affirmation or something that you repeat to yourself like what's your Honestly, oh what's God. the thing that just um, gets you going the biggest thing that I I, I is two things actually one is um faith without works is dead um I stick with that um, I can't have anything if I don't push through. Um, that's my biggest thing. I, I know if I if I want it, I need to go out there and get it. Don't let anybody or anything yeah. stop me. Um, but the other thing, um, a friend of mine, Ashley, I just ordered her shirt. Her name is Crystal Marie. Um, but her shirt says, fear doesn't go with my outfit. And I love that because I refuse to wear it. Um, I refuse to be bound by, bound by it because I used to be bound by it for so long. So... It's one of those uh, things that I see fear and I'm right. like, I'm able to stand up against it. So, yeah, those two, those two quotes, absolutely. Um, I push through with those and I remember who I am with them. So that's how I'm, I'm living my life right now. 
I love it. Y'all heard it right here on the Freedom Podcast. You got to push through it, baby. Just like we will continue to push through. Thank you so much, Victoria, for joining me today. Yes, just keep vibrating high. Just keep your spirits high. Keep little baby, look, keep <laughs> baby girl. Y'all high, y'all good with it. You and her being all of it. No, no, actually, <laughs> look, no. Okay, mommy, you're, you're done talking to her. So trust me. <laughs> Okay, well, listen, listen, I like black entrepreneurs, and she's now falling into the category, so, so listen, and we'll order, because I'm here, I love it, yes, I'm here for it all, absolutely, thank you so much again, Shatoria, and thank y'all so much for tuning in, like I tell y'all each and every week, and especially this week, always be mindful of your mental patterns, be mindful of your thoughts. Always ask yourself, why am I thinking this way? This is the time here and now to truly dive within, to be able to reach a point like this beautiful queen we just spoke to and we heard from, to know that your testimony in your journey is strength in that, it's power in that. And you want to get to a place where you can accept it and you can grow and you can elevate because you raise your frequency to get to your freedom, honey. So keep it up, y'all. This is the official Freedom Podcast. I am your girl, your favorite <laughs> black-ass cousin from around the house, <laughs> Monica Makita. And this is our new cousin, Miss Tutoria. <laughs> and thank y'all so much for tuning in. Make sure y'all come back and stop by Grandma and them house next week because we will be hitting y'all with another episode. But until then, I love y'all. <laughs> Stay safe in that house. Wash your hands. And bye. Stay clear of the Rona. We out, y'all. Peace.